Song Salad with Shannon and Scott. Welcome to Song Salad with Shannon and Scott. I'm Shannon. And I'm Scott. And together, we're still in the living room. Yeah, until further notice. Yeah. And we have a new special guest sitting between us. Oh, oh he heard now. you. Hudson. Yep. Oh, he got my hairbrush out of my purse. So this is what happens when you record in the living room. There's no way to keep the cats away. So they just join. They just join. He's like looking into my purse and has lost interest now. Okay. Yep. Bye, Hudson. Bye, Hudson. We could not be more boring to him <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> but maybe doing a fun new song salad episode would pique his interest. Probably not, but let's try it. A song salad is a random genre of music combined with a random topic from Wikipedia combined to create... I already said combined. Yeah, you did. A brand new song. A and brand note, new song. Note that I did not say where we get the genre of music from. Because we have moved on. This is a new chapter in the life of Song Salad. And I'm telling you. <laughs> we I am going. We are going away from moodfuse.com. Rest in peace. Previous version of Moodfuse, which was way more useful to us, but probably not to anybody else. Exactly. Um. So here's what we've done. We've taken... All the genres that we got from the archive version. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All we, the screenshots. We deep webbed it and we got the uh, the genres. The NSA is coming for us. Yeah. And then we stuck them in a Google sheet. And then I went to a website called musicgenreslist.com. Superficial. And put all of the genres they list into a Google sheet along with the genres from mood, mood fuse. And there's a function where we can randomize all of these genres and we'll just hit the randomize button and go with whatever's on top. And guys, it's like a lot more than before. We have about 452 genres on this list. Or exactly 452. Well, we've done some <laughs> of them cause we didn't look that's through true, all of them. True. But um, yeah. so we might get some weird stuff coming up. Ooh, Ooh. Weird stuff. Yeah. I'm into it. And it's also this new list we found is a lot more um, granular. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be like Christmas music, but then also like eight different subgenres of Christmas music. So hold on to your hats. And it's it's going to lengthen the life of our podcast quite <laughs> significantly. <laughs> so it's great. Should we get our genre for this week? Well, how do we get a genre, Shannon? We spin the Salad Spinner. <laughs> and the Salad Spinner is a suggestion from you, our loyal listeners. And you can send in your own Salad Spinner suggestions for a noise or a sound effect or some kind of like any other audio cue yeah. that indicates that we are spinning the Salad Spinner, which basically just means we're hitting the random genre or random article button. So at this point on our salad spinner to-do list, we have four in a row from our friend Todd at Todd the Linguist, and we have three from Autumn Clark, who we mentioned last week, uh, who is the fox hunter. And I'm wondering if we should maybe just alternate these instead of doing a chunk of Todd and a chunk of Autumn. Chunk of Todd, chunk of Autumn. (laughs) All right. Yeah, we could could randomize our salad spinners, (laughs) too. Um, So We'll go with Todd's first one here. Great. Which I'm going to need an explanation of because I'm a dummy. Oh, boy. Todd says, write 
and recite a new original pangram? Okay, so a pangram, I'm going to need to look it up. Is it when the god of nature sends you a telegram? Definitely no, but we could definitely do that <laughs> a pangram. if you wanted. Um, so like, it's going to be some kind of word that is like, um, what do they call the ones that are the same forward and backward? Palindrome. Palindrome. It's just, it's going to be something like Go hang that, a salami. I'm a lasagna hog. That's my favorite palindrome. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say taco cat, but that's cool too. Um, it's either that or it's like a, something like an acrostic poem, you know, where it's like it, it all kind of like ladders across like the same word. So let's this Google it. This is what it. Wikipedia is for. This is what Wikipedia is for. How wrong was I? It's a hollow uh, alphabetic sentence using every letter of a given alphabet at least once. Oh, so it's like the, the quick, quick brown, brown fox, fox jumped over, over the lazy, lazy dog. dog. Yeah. We have to make one? Yeah. Using every letter of the alphabet? This is going to take forever. No, it won't. I bet we can do it. Okay, it makes sense. The root for pan is all. All. Gram is letter. There we so. go. All letter. What should our process be? Yeah, well, that, how do you even begin? Okay, well, we each have to do our own. I know. For our, That's our what spinners. I'm trying to think of. What's the strategy? The, well, I'm sure that there is a website that will make a pangram for you. We could be lazy and do that. We could be lazy and do that. Yep. Here we go. Pangram.me. Oh, you can do it in French, too. Oh, fun. All right. I'll go first. Yeah. Hmm, I'm very thoughtfully creating my pangram. Oh, Okay, you type. Okay, so here's what this is. Oh, oh, you oh, type oh, a oh. sentence and it'll show you the the letter count used. below. So there you go. Just type. Just like start typing. So okay, this is going to be easier than I was initially thinking. Yeah, I thought we were only able to use each letter once. No, no, no. <laughs> That's why I was like, this is going to take forever. Wait, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog has more than twenty six letters in it. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought he was saying we got to be authentic. No, just just type. <laughs> okay. You need an X. I know. And a Q and a K. It's like Scrabble. Okay. Close. Okay, now you have two sentences. <laughs> there we go. Okay. He did it. I did it. Using mm. 11 N's, 11 <laughs> O's, I 15 used, uh, E's. 121 letters to create this. <laughs> Pangram. Good job. And the sentence is. All right. Hudson is not interested in co-hosting Song Salad with us unless the genre Zydeco becomes the exciting jumping off point for a very quirky episode. A spin. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's Google this. Here we go. <laughs> Time Lord Rock. Sometimes referred to as Troc is a genre of geek rock music based on and about the Doctor Who television series. Oh, no. If you're not familiar with Doctor Who, Doctor Who is a Time Lord. The Doctor is a Time Lord, so that's why it's called Time Lord Rock. I don't know anything about this. <sighs> so I know a good amount about Doctor Who, but just sort of through osmosis because my dad and my brother are big Doctor Who fans. So yeah. I used to watch a lot with them and talk with them about it. Um, I'm not up on the current series of Doctor Who, which is like the currently airing BBC version. I'm more 
familiar with like the origins of Doctor Who from like the 70s that my dad grew up with, but Wait, we'll have to so, do a little research here. Yeah, and how do we how do we navigate a genre whose topic is dictated? Well, I guess we have to sort of find a connection between whatever topic we get and how it could relate back okay, to Doctor so Who. So what you're saying is we're creating some crossover fan fiction <laughs> between whatever topic we get and Doctor Who. Yes, exactly. We're going right. to ship Doctor Who and <laughs> whatever topic we whatever, get. Whatever like Spanish footballer like comes up as our oh, man. topic. Okay, so let's read more about yes. this on Wikipedia. Yes. Uh, the first Doctor Who inspired songs were recorded during the Dalek mania of the 1960s. Yeah. The most famous of these was the novelty song called I'm Gonna Spend My Christmas with the Dalek. <laughs> you know what a Dalek is, right? Yeah, it's like the thing that basically looks like an enormous fire hydrant. Yeah. That it's sort of like an evil people. R2-D2. Yeah. Um, I, that's like the main villain on all like throughout the history of Doctor Who. In case you forget, I cross-stitched one oh, yes. for your brother as a Christmas present yes, from you, you. Yes, I did do that. Uh, you're welcome, Dave. Uh, recorded by the Newcastle band The Go-Go's in 1964. So we should definitely look that up. Yeah. Other notable songs at the time included Who is Doctor Who by Roberta Tovey. Fraser Hines, uh, Fraser Hines's album Time Traveler, and also the third Doctor John Pertwee's hit single "I, I Am, Am the, the Doctor." Doctor. <laughs> so these were all recorded in the '60s when Doctor yes. Who like first came out. But what we're doing yes. is Time Lord Rock, yeah, which was not created until 2008 in the UK. In the UK, with the formation of something called Chameleon Circuit. Is that Probably a band? A band. We'll have to look that up. Okay. Um. Got ahead of ourselves a little bit there. But in yeah. 1988, the KLF released the single Doctor in the TARDIS. And the TARDIS the <laughs> is the like magic phone booth that makes them fly yeah, around, right? It's the, the big thing about the TARDIS is that it's much bigger on the inside than it looks on the outside. Okay. So it's like um, Narnia. Yes. <laughs> and it looks like a, an old police box. Gotcha. Police yeah. box. Sorry. Not a telephone, not booth. telephone yeah. booth. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, Doctor and the TARDIS released in 1988 under the alternative band name The Time Lords, which reached number one in the UK singles chart. Oh, UK people. As well I love as charting you. in other countries. However, the group never released anything else under this name or with the same subject, nor did any other band follow up on the single, leaving it as a novelty rather than a genre. So, one hit wonder in the 1980s. Yeah. But okay. now, summer 2008. Can you feel it? <laughs> A fan of Doctor Who was inspired by the growing phenomenon of wizard rock yes. formed from Harry Potter fandom. Which we have also had people be like, I can't wait for you to do yes. wizard rock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he began writing songs about Doctor Who, dubbing the resulting genre Time Lord Rock, abbreviated to Troc, after the rock abbreviation for wizard rock, rock with a W in front of it. Charlie McDonnell, also a fan, did the same and released an acoustic video performance of Blink on YouTube. Blink is one of the most famous episodes of Doctor Who from the reboot of the BBC series. Ah, uh, okay. It's actually terrifying. Yeah? It's like these uh, sort of gargoyle-esque statues or oh, like angel you've statues. you told me about this. And y if you look away from them or close your eyes, they get you. So you have to like stare at them so they don't move. Ugh. It's terrifying i don't like that uh combined with the scottish vloggers liam dryden and chris biati 
They formed the first Time beady. Lord. That's fine. <laughs> rock band <laughs> Chameleon Circuit. <laughs> okay, so there's Chameleon Circuit. The first Time Lord rock band. Yeah, great. So that's going to be our source of info. Yes. Time Lord rock performers are usually British or Australian. Great. Chicago-based Time Crash may be the first American Ooh. band playing in the genre. In 2013, Legs Nose Robinson became a truck rocking American band, picking up the new genre in a and broad picking up the, the new, new genre, genre and, and broad, broad in range. range. That's not a sentence. Nope. Okay. References to the series, while present, are subtle and styles ranging from glam tinged rock to a excuse me to, to a burlesque reminiscent of Kurt Vile. Interesting. Well, I say we check out Chameleon Circuit. Yeah, Chameleon Circuit is going to be our our home base for this. Our example is going to be from Chameleon Circuit, and the song is called Awful Lot of Running. Yes. So much more to see. We got galaxies and planets and moons. And an awful lot of running to do. So some of the things we, we listened to three or four Chameleon Circuit songs. Something we noticed is that they are quite literal. Yeah. Like they're really just about, like they're very much about Doctor Who. Yeah, it's not like... Say you had a a band that was doing like wizard rock, but the song was just about like, I don't know, just about flying. Or like magic. Or magic. Yeah. Rather than it being about very specific plot points to the Harry Potter series. Yes. Yeah. Everything we listen to from Chameleon Circuit is either a very specific plot point to an episode or very specific description of something about the doctor or quite literally like from their perspective yeah like there's like first person from the doctor's perspective songs yeah usually accompanied by a fun animation yeah yeah (laughs) animations are fun yeah um style wise you hear it it sort of sounds like dramatic contemporary pop rock yeah um Sort of a similar style to Green Day mm. almost, but with that British influence and like more synthesizers. And if you noticed, if you're a Doctor Who fan, the chord progression and the sound and the synthesizer line from Awful Lot of Running is based on the theme song to Doctor Who. The kind of like, woo. Are you yodeling? No. Oh, okay. Don't make me yodel again. <laughs> I do feel like there are there are certain elements of it that are kind of like video game music a little bit too. Yeah. Which goes along with like the sort of sci-fi kind of feeling Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Very like energetic and fun and like the doctor's gonna do it this time. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking. What are you thinking? Do you think we could try to find based on whatever topic we get Mm. if 
that topic is referenced at all in an existing Doctor Who episode hmm. because Doctor Who's been on since the 60s. Yeah. They've got a, you know, they must have talked about pretty much everything at this yeah. point. And then maybe write a song based on that episode. Yeah. Or we could do like a spec episode of Doctor <gasps> that Who. That would be fun too. Based on, but Try like, to I don't know. pitch a new episode of Doctor Who based on whatever topic we get. By me, a person who's never seen a single episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. So either one. Let's right. try to find it. Well, time for you to create oh, a right. pangram. Pangram. Right, 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 right. Okay. All right, Shannon. Read us your pangram. Okay. My pangram. I almost said pangram because you said pangram. <laughs> My pangram. Quixotically, I've always dreamed that Song Salad would reach the zenith, parentheses, which means peak, of jubilant fame. <laughs> Got that P in there. <laughs> well, I saw that I had, I typed zenith and then I had a P and a K left and I was like, all right, <laughs> which means peak, of jubilant fame. Very nice. Spin. <laughs> we got Colorado ACT. Or C-O-A-C-T, COACT, is a specific version of the ACT made for Colorado students. We got a standardized test. Oh, no. (laughs) It is used instead of the CSAP to test the progress of 11th grade students, high school juniors in the state. This was always like the worst kind of state test was like... Before you have to take the SATs mm-hmm. or before you have to take any other things to graduate, it's like, let's check your progress with another totally different standardized test before you take the one that actually matters. I've always really liked standardized tests. I mean, I never like minded them, but it's just like it's felt this one felt so unnecessary. I this eleventh grade one. Very relaxing. Really? Yeah. And then and I didn't have to do any like schoolwork. I could just do the test. I think you're going to get a lot of hate tweets. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Come at me, nerds. <laughs> it's fine. I was a big nerd and I liked standardized tests. And now you're still a big nerd and you're writing Time Lord Rock. About standardized tests. <laughs> All right. So there's only a, a little bit of information about this, but I'm sure that pretty much anyone who grew up in the States can like empathize with this yeah so sure. it's not going to be like too like i took the pssas and the yeah. psa p well psats was yeah no i took the pssas and there was like one other pennsylvania specific test yeah. that i took i think we we had like the cap test which yeah. is like the connecticut aptitude and placement test or whatever you know yeah yeah same thing so the 11th grade ACT assessment, which is more commonly known as the Colorado ACT or COACT, is administered once in April and once in May. The assessment is equivalent to all other ACT assessments administered on national test dates throughout the country. Since this is an actual college entrance. Oh, oh wow. It's not this is different. a high school one. It's like the ACT. Actual college entrance exam. Yeah. It's actual college ent- entrance exam. Results from this assessment can be submitted for college entrance by the student to their college or university of choice. See, the thing about this, though, and you and I both worked in the admissions office at Carnegie Mellon for a time. We did. These kinds of local tests, yeah. I hate to say it, Nobody don't looks matter at 
all. Yeah. Also, hey, y'all, your SAT2s, nobody gives a nobody shit. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> nobody cares about your SAT2s. Or at least at the Carnegie Mellon Admissions Office, all this stuff is just like, yep, blah, blah, did yeah. that, whatever, cool. moving cool, on. Cool, cool. Yeah, they really only <laughs> care about your SAT score or your ACT score if you yeah. only take the ACT. So, sorry to burst your bubble. Yeah. The COACT assessment consists of two parts, which are designed to help students prepare for post-secondary educational opportunities. The first part is a pre-test session, which includes an interest inventory, a student profile section, and a course slash grade section. Whoa, what? That's interesting. I would never had to take anything like that. So it's just like a profile of yourself. And it's like, this is what I like, and this is what I'm into. Sure. The second part, what if you're... Your co-act came into the college and it's like, hmm, their interest inventory just says foot stuff. (laughs) The the second part is the academic assessment section. Oh, I was going to try to think of like, what's a good (laughs) university that we could like put on blast for like liking the people who like foot stuff. Admitting the foot stuff people. What's a good foot fetish university? Um... I'm like, does anybody have like... Well, podiatry school? Podiatry school, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the podiatry school college that everybody gets into. Yeah, that's exactly it. Just like you go to teeth school right out of high school if you want to be a dentist. I'm going to foot college, mom. <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am, I got into foot college, ma'am. ma'am. I got into foot college. It's our ticket out of here, ma'am. <laughs> My first class is toes one-on-one. <laughs> Oh, their alma mater, their um alma mater song or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What do they call it? Yeah, alma mater. Your alma mater is uh, uh um this little piggy. <laughs> 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 or these boots are made for walking. Oh God, we're dumb people. Let's keep reading. <sighs> the second part of the academic. I got is- into third level calluses. <laughs> calluses, calluses one hundred and one. <laughs> Do you mean calculus? No, calculus. Calluses. I don't know what's wrong with Jimmy. He thinks we're at foot college. This is just regular school. You know, it's funny. They don't have a football team. <laughs> if a toe ball team. Toe ball. Toe ball. Toe ball. <laughs> what is this accent we decided to use? I don't know. I don't know. It's not really Southern. It's like Muppet Southern. <laughs> merm. 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 Hey, Merm. <sighs> Mom's upset because she went to hand school. <laughs> She's a manicurist. She wanted you to be a legacy admission at hand school. <laughs> God. She went to the other side of the body. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Where do we leave off? The, the second, second part of the test is an academic assessment section, <laughs> which includes tests in the areas of English, mathematics, reading, and science. Doctor Who, science. Okay. From the tests, students receive a composite score along with scores for each of the skill areas. The COACT assessment also provides two subscores in English, three subscores in mathematics, and two subscores in reading. The highest composite score ever recorded in Colorado was 29.8 by Thomas McLaren School in Colorado Springs. How are we going to spin it? How are we going to spin it? Okay, so let's do your idea and see if the doctor's <laughs> ever been to Colorado. Okay. And then Or taken a test. Or taken a test. <laughs> and then if he has not ever been to Colorado, then maybe. Okay, so like what is the thing, what is this Pope like thing of like the next doctor being like I don't Oh, understand you don't know. This. Okay. So yeah. basically the doctor 
never really dies. Right. He just regenerates. Yes, like the Pope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always in a new form, a new body. Okay. Right? So, you know, throughout the history of Doctor Who until now, it's always been like middle-aged white men. Yes. And for the first time now, there's... There is or there's going to be a female doctor. Okay. Um, so people are very excited about that. Okay. Well, and half of the internet is really pissed about it. Well, of, of course. course. Whatever. Um, but the interesting thing about that is that the personality of the doctor changes along with the new actors. And that's just like part of it. It's not that the every actor is trying to be like a the similar same. kind of doctor. Okay. It's like they're still the the time lord the doctor and you're still they're still on the same kinds of missions and things but and they have they the have same their, consciousness though and they have the same consciousness okay i don't remember if they have the same like memories though i think it might be like a clean slate in terms of like the people you know okay because i know that there was this big thing with when david tennant was the doctor he had this like love interest rose and he always has a companion the doctor mm-hmm. always has a companion who is like a mortal that he brings along with him to help him and makes the show interesting because it's like always either a love interest or just like a friend who can't tell their other friends that they're with the doctor, you know, that kind of thing. But when David Tennant was ending his run as the doctor, everyone was like, what's going to happen to Rose? And I think like the new doctor came and met Rose. It was like, Oh, nice to meet you. And she was like, Oh, you know, that's sad. I think I could be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) are like incorrect summaries of yeah. things people are rapidly fans this of. is another thing that people in the internet are gonna be like you're wrong yeah 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 like the comic book thing that we did okay yeah. but so but anyway here my my idea was yeah so if we can't find anything about him going to colorado or taking a test yeah then maybe the new doctor like comes into consciousness or uh-huh. whatever as a high school junior <laughs> in colorado <laughs> In the middle of the In the this middle test. of the test. Is that how it happens? Like they just kind of like, boop, I'm the doctor now. I would have to watch the beginning of a season. I oh, don't know. Okay. But I, I think that there have been episodes where the doctor is just like generated and thrown into a battle immediately. Yeah. And is like, what? And has to like win the battle and then figures out what's going on. Okay. So because maybe... I think also the doctor uses the TARDIS to fly through time and space. And sometimes doesn't always necessarily know where he's going to end up Mm. and just like lands and walks out of the door of the TARDIS, like into the middle of the Roman Coliseum during a battle, you know, like that kind of stuff. Okay. So I think that, okay, so then the other option is like Dr. TARDIS doors open, bing, Dr. walks out (laughs) into classroom and needs to ace the Colorado ACT. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Cool. Let's Let's Google. Google. Okay. Yeah. We did a lot of looking at things. So much looking. We did. We looked at ACT practice tests. <laughs> we did. I, t- I took a section. The uh, English an section. An English yeah. section. And it's sort of formatted with like a paragraph or a chunk of uh, text that you read. Yeah. And you have to then decide which underlined parts of the text is correct or not. You know? Yeah. Like, and like say if like it should be changed to something else yeah. or like whatever. Yeah. I mean. And then there's like a math section. And I have a question for you. Okay. So here's an example. Uh-huh. On a particular road map, a half an inch represents 18 miles. Okay. About how many miles apart are two towns that are two and a half inches apart on the map? Oh, so 18 times two is what? 36? Mm-hmm. 36 
plus nine is 45. D, 45. Close. Two and a half inches is how many halves? Oh, as a half inch. Sorry, I thought yeah. it was an inch. Oops, my bad. So it's really five So it's really half five inches. half so inches. Five so times 18, 18 times five. So it's 90, 90. miles. Yeah. Oops. So that's an example of the math practice test. Yes. I won't bore you with reading you the paragraph <laughs> that I analyzed. Um, we found that no Doctor Who episode takes place in Colorado. No. Although one takes place in Utah. Close. Um, we found that there are no episodes of Doctor Who where he takes a standardized <laughs> test. <laughs> Rightly so. At least not that we could find. So basically what we decided to do is our second idea, our plan B, which was, all right, let's imagine that Doctor Who is regenerated as a, uh, a like 16-year-old, 17-year-old kid. <laughs> a pubescent teen. Yes, who has to take the uh, the Colorado ACT. Mm-hmm. Um. Something else that we found in our research was that the name of the band Chameleon Circuit yeah. is actually a part of the TARDIS. Of course. That allows it to change its outside appearance to blend in with the environment. But the doctor's TARDIS is broken, so it's always a police box. <laughs> so otherwise it would be changing shape, but it doesn't. Yeah. Um. Cool. So what do we got for lyrics? So here's what we got. We got a little verse, a little tiny pre-chorus, and then a chorus. Here we are. How did I get here? Where am I now? What does this mean? At a small desk, pencil in hand, what is this scene? A test in front of me to answer analogies. <laughs> and then the chorus, I'm the doctor. I'm a problem solving whiz. I'm a time lord. I can beat a bunch of kids, <laughs> but I'm stuck on number two. So I'll use my sonic screw. Nice. Driver two. know what the answer is. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So a sonic screwdriver mm-hmm. is this kind of... um. Hilarious, 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 a hilariously ubiquitous tool that the doctor (laughs) uses. And it can do basically anything. It seems kind of like a little like tool ex machina sort of thing, you know? The sonic screwdriver always gets him out of a jam. Yeah. So it can do. So there's actually um, a Wikipedia page specifically for the sonic screwdriver. Of course. And it has a, a pretty funny list of like all the things that the sonic screwdriver has been seen to do, <laughs> which includes things like light candles, hack an ATM, be a flashlight, and then things like intercept and conduct a teleportation. Yes. Darkening eyeglasses lenses to transform them into sunglasses, burning or cutting any kind of substance. Oh, my God. Disarm weapons and electronics. Um provide geolocation disarm Shatter robots glass. yeah oh it's like, like wait also tighten and loosen screws yeah it's li- <laughs> it's like literally anything that you could need it to be so i was like well why wouldn't he be able to use it to answer his test questions right exactly yeah it does kind of look like a um it looks like if you like broke off the end of a lightsaber mm. so it wouldn't exactly be inconspicuous for your test monitor right Unless he could use a chameleon circuit to disguise the sonic screwdriver as a number two pencil. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but if it's broken, then he might just end up with a yeah. big police box on his desk. Yep. Yeah. So those are my lyrics about cool. the doctor taking a standardized test. Great. Um, um, I started on the music. Cool. I did a like sort of driving, uh, energetic rock song with a lot of like electric guitar and bass and heavy drums and then i also did a synthesizer sound over the top of the intro and in the pre-chorus 
that is uh, mimicking the synthesizer sound from the Doctor Who theme song. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And then we'll do um, sung British accent <laughs> vocals. Great. Uh, over the top of it. Maybe a little uh, harmony in the chorus. Yeah. I think this is another um, imminently tweetable topic. <laughs> because There's a lot of Doctor Who fans out there that are going to be mad at us. Completely, because I'm sure that this is not how it would ever work. That he would be reincarnated as a, a kid at taking a test. I do like your comparisons to the Pope, though. Well, it is like the Pope, you know? It's like yeah. the Pope is dead long with the Pope. Right. Yeah, with the white smoke <laughs> and the doves and all exactly. that stuff. Yeah. So... Title? Title. Time Lord Takes a Test. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, or how about the test of time? The test of time, Lord. In <laughs> yes, Lord. The test okay. of time, Lord. <laughs> Great. I like it. So this is the test of time, parentheses, Lord, and parentheses. A Time Lord rock or troc song. About Doctor Who taking the Colorado ACT <laughs> by Shannon and Scott. Great. How did I get here? Where am I now? What does this mean? I had a small desk, pencil in hand. What is the scene? Analogies. I am the doctor, I'm a problem-solving whiz I am a time lord, I can beat a bunch of kids But I'm stuck on number two, so I'll use my sonic screwdriver To know what the answer is I am the doctor I am a time lord I am the doctor love that it's fun it's really fun and i'm sure that we really stepped in it with a bunch of doctor who fans <laughs> probably but at least we didn't try to write about an existing episode or topic within the show no we only like half talked out of our butts yeah yeah at least i've like seen it yeah whatever i'm i'm sure i would like it's one of those things like it's like battlestar galactica yeah i'm sure i would like it just the thought of Attempting it is so daunting to There's me, though. There's so much history. Yeah, you There's know? There's so much to know. And then if I'm only, like, tangentially into it, then I'm, like, kind of a poser, and I'm not really, like, part of the community, and it's just, like, it's just, like, a lot of anxiety. It's a lot of anxiety. But this song was not. No, the song was fun. The song was very fun. And I love the idea of, like, making art about art. You know, if you're inspired <laughs> by Doctor Who... Write songs about it. Yeah. Draw fan art, you know? I think that's great. It's cool. It's very cool. I'm mad you got me on that math problem, though. <laughs> I just like wasn't thinking. I just was like, oh, it's an inch. But no, it's a half inch. Nope. Well, guess you're not going to college. Whatever. I got I got a perfect 800 on my verbal SAT. Well, well. So. Snooty snoo. So my math score was not that great. But <laughs> yeah. What was it? What was the SAT? Verbal. Did you, what'd you say? Verbal, Verbal and math. And there was, the was a writing portion, but writing. we were the first yes. year that we had the writing portion. Yeah. That was the section that I got a perfect score on was the writing. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't. Ha ha. <laughs> How the tables have turned. Because I was like, this is stupid. And this should really only needs to be a four paragraph essay. And I only wrote a four paragraph essay. Yeah. And it should have been a five paragraph essay. Yeah. Whatever. 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 Let's talk more about our high school test oh, scores. Oh, God. Things that literally. Okay. If any of you listening out there are in high school, things that literally do not matter. <laughs> at, Work like, at influences. Seriously. It really has no bearing on you or Quit your Quit school. Future. Start a podcast. That's yeah. my advice. Yeah. <laughs> you should. If the most interesting thing about you is your grades, you're doing your life wrong. <laughs> as long as I say. That's true. That's why you got to put your interests on the first section of the ACT. <laughs> including your foot stuff get just get just like own it own your foot stuff own your foot stuff guys that's the moral of today's episode own your foot stuff doctor who act until next week i'm shannon and i'm scott and to get oh wait we didn't oh. th- say thank you to our patrons and we oh thanks also, patrons oops, and also you can submit salads and suggestions on our email songsaladpodcast at gmail.com or on twitter at songsaladcast please follow us please share us Please patronize us. Songsaladpodcast.com has links to all the things. All the things. Until next week. I'm Shannon. And I'm Scott. And together, we, we are the Time foot Lord. Stuff. Oh. <laughs> One, two, three, four. This has just been one 87 episode long lead up to Scott admitting he's into fun <laughs> stuff. Yup.